0: Welcome to All In, a podcast from the Cark 10 market, keeping you updated on all things Indirect. Hey,
1: everyone. Welcome back to the All In podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm super excited to have an awesome guest, a guy I've known for quite a few years, and you probably know him as well, Matt Terrell. How's it going, Matt?
0: Hey, Brian, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Look glad to be here, and uh, thanks for inviting me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We've, we go back and forth on Instagram a little bit, and, and it's always fun to see updates coming from you. And I uh, reached out, I was like, why haven't I, Why haven't we had Matt on the podcast yet? You, you're such an integral part of, of Indirect, and then obviously we've known each other in kind of in previous regions and areas and whatnot. But uh, So, Matt, tell us just a little bit about kind of your title, years with the company, and just kind of a brief overview of your career path.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, currently I'm a senior analyst uh, for indirect operations here in the South area. Uh, Really, my focus right now is on a special project. So, that ranges anything from right now, a big thing is a touchless indirect. I know we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Um, But, uh, you know, ISPU, some of the big P1 launches that we do. um, I still back up things, uh, some things like systems and stuff, but that's really taken a a backseat to kind of what I'm working on with 5G and all the other projects. So, uh, as I continue to roll these out, it's uh, it's becoming busier and busier, but I, that's a good thing. You know, I'm very excited about that. Uh, it's been a nice challenge, and I'm looking forward to continuing that challenge. Um, when it comes to where I started, so I actually started in a Circuit City kiosk back in 2005. So
1: nice. uh, back when
0: we had, yeah, back when we had those stores in Circuit City, uh, it wasn't uh, an agent like we have in Best Buy selling. Uh, it was a Verizon employee inside of Circuit City, so we had that. Uh, that, um, you know, that uh, uh, agreement with them and uh, we had our own kiosk. So simpler, similar, similar to the mall kiosk you'd see, but it was just a Verizon kiosk right next to the checkout counter in Circuit City. So that was an interesting, uh, interesting start. Um, I started selling cell phones before then, but with Verizon, it was a, oh, in July, it'll be 15 years ago. So i wow. uh, been with the company for a while now, hitting 15 years, a couple months, but um, started there. I actually took that uh, kiosk over um, when my manager moved on to a, a, a store. Uh, and I took that kiosk over and then, um, opened the first, uh, evolution store in the what was that, central Texas region back in the day, uh, 2007 here in Burleson, Texas, which is where I currently live at. So, uh, haven't gone too far from there. Um, then I had a year later, got a chance to, uh, move down to Waco and, uh, take over the general manager position at that store. Did that for a couple of two and a half years, uh, a couple of years, at the Hearst location here in DFW as a retail GM. Um, and then, had the opportunity to, I've always had, uh, I've always enjoyed presentation, uh, transferring knowledge to, to my employees. And uh, they started a new program in the old South area uh, back before we uh, changed everything to the market structure uh, called the district uh, trainer program. is a retail district trainer program. and uh, offered me the opportunity to do so at a more than just my store level, but also to, to transfer knowledge and to get a chance to present to more people on a larger level and Started that program uh, as one of the first in the uh, program to do so in the South area in 2013. So it's been, been a little while since then. Um, And was a retail trainer for a year and a half. Uh, Switched over to indirect uh, as an indirect trainer for a year and a half as well. Uh, And then they had the opportunity for um, the operations job for me to learn a little bit more about the indirect channel. And I took that because this was still in central Texas, still the old, Old regions, but I actually took that job because it was the indirect channel is always really just because I started as an indirect agent many years ago, even before Verizon. It's really kind of a, been something I've been interested in. So, just learning more about the business and learning more about how, how it works and how it functions to support Verizon uh, has been big for me. So I moved over to operations in 2015 at the end, uh, right when we became a market actually was my first day, um, which was great because I was actually in Mexico on vacation. So, you know, (laughs) first day of the new job in Mexico, but, uh, it was good. Um, really enjoyed it. Uh, I've enjoyed my time since then started off with systems in the South central market uh, back 2015 and worked from there. And that's when, you know, when I, you and I first started interacting with each other and working on things. And, um, been doing many number of things since then leading calls on the sound central market for indirect, um, uh, getting a chance to, like I said, attend your voice matters and present in front of more and more people. Um, that was, that was one of the big, uh, highlights of my career is a great program. And for any of your listeners out there who haven't applied once they start that back up, cause I know they will, uh, now that Matt Carr is back for sure, um, definitely get involved. Uh, it's a great program. And it, uh, it's, it, it taught me a lot when it comes to other areas of business and how I can affect it personally. So, and now I am here. So after, uh, after we moved into the 2.0, um, you know, I started back on systems again a little bit, but then uh, more and more of these uh, larger projects came up and um, I got the chance to uh, actually start managing some of these projects uh, across areas and uh, all through our area. And it's, it's been very rewarding, uh, challenging having to work between areas like that, but uh, it's been very rewarding as well seeing some of the results that we've seen and uh, uh, some of the ways that uh, the projects that I'm working on will actually uh, contribute to our future.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's uh that's one of the reasons that I reached out to you because everything is moving in that direction and you have had your hand in, in uh, different parts of the business with that. And so, uh, anytime I have, and we were even yesterday working on an issue that I had with one of my agents. So you're always, I hate it, but you're kind of my go-to guy. I'm like, Hey, we have this problem. What do we do? And, and That's I appreciate okay. being able to kind of route me in the, in the correct path there. It always, I always appreciate that. But, uh, uh, yeah, so we actually have some of a similar path when it comes to that retail side. So actually I was in Texas out, uh, on interstate mm-hmm. 30 there, silver Springs. I took over that, that store, um uh, right as kind of the Verizon conversion yep. happened. And uh, yeah, it's funny. We probably have crossed paths way back then and then obviously now. But uh, anyway, that's awesome, man. Well, hey, there's a lot of stuff I didn't even know about you with that. And that's that's pretty incredible. So, good, good. hey, think about, so you talked about Circuit City and kind of starting that. What was it like kind of a, your first day or week in that role, basically as a new sales rep working in a kiosk?
0: Well, so I had, like I said, I'd done indirect before, and I'd sold AT and T and T Mobile at a kiosk in Grapevine Mills Mall here in DFW. It's the biggest mall we have here in DFW, and um, man, that was that was not my cup of tea because <laughs> it was more about just trying to reel people in than actually having conversations and say, uh, you know, actually getting to know them. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff we take for granted, like earn the rights and the other things, it wasn't that. It was it was more, you know, um, I hate to make comparison, but boiler roomy. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> that's not my cup of tea when it comes to sales. I want to have that relationship with people. And, um, I know it's more rewarding when you get that chance. And I didn't get that. So coming to Verizon, I was a little skeptical. Um, at the time I had been brought over by a, a friend of mine, uh, who worked for Verizon time and, uh, actually wasn't an indirect GM for a little while. And now he's, uh, he's off doing his own thing with insurance, but, uh, you know, he brought me over and he assured me that, you know, it's, it's Verizon's different. It's, it's mm. so much more of a different place, and. And uh, I was working at a singular agent at the time, so I was like, "Anything's better than this. Let's 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 do it." So, um, I came over. Uh, really, really um, enjoyed my first couple weeks of training. It was great. Um, you know, the, the, I can tell the difference just from my new hire training, I actually started in the store for about two weeks. And because I'd worked at an agent, I, it was Eros back then, or Netace, I'm sorry, it was Netace yeah. for retail back then. So, um, and as early stages at Netace, they just come out of, uh, some of the other, uh, PT or whatever it was, the other thing. And I still had access to vision and some of these other things, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was back in the day, but, um. It was much different Get it those first couple of weeks. My manager actually worked with me, tried to get me, you know, helped and, and ready to go, made sure I knew what I needed to just say, here, go sell stuff. You know, it was, it was a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also um, you know, that, that first new hire training uh, that I got that four week training back when we had that. And it was, it was something different. It was, it was seeing the people from across the region at the time, Texas region at the time, uh, which was another new thing. Um, but, uh, it was, it was amazing just to see the, the level of people. It wasn't like the agents where I was shining above everybody, like by far, which I'm not trying to be conceited or anything. It's just (laughs) some of the quality people were not the best. Um, they're just trying to find warm bodies and not people really interested in selling cell phones. And and I had a passionate technology still kind of am. So, um, it was nice to see people like me. Uh, with that same kind of mindset.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Now, I, I There are a lot of things, especially back then, that kind of old Wild West days almost. But, yeah. I mean, it's crazy how far our training has come. But then also just even uh, we've kind of had those core values. I mean, our credo is instilled at the very beginning, and they've really followed that. And I've right. appreciated that, especially in the Verizon world of being able to go into a and earn the right method of selling where you're not just out mm-hmm. there just cramming stuff down people's throats and trying to get a sell. Uh, you're actually having that conversation now with 2.0. We've completely moved into that. It is way more conversational. It's way more uh, engaging in that sense and getting to know your customer before you're just oh, you yeah. know, trying to trying to throw something at them that they don't need. Like you're actually fitting that solution. And so, hey, thanks for what you've done, obviously in the training world and and helping us out. I know a lot of people who listen to this are uh, are beneficiaries of, of what you've done. So we really do appreciate it. So let's talk Absolutely. about the technology piece of this. So okay. um, moving into you know obviously with COVID-19 and, and all the stuff that, I mean, obviously has shaken up our world, uh, but, you know, especially for our agents too. But what are you seeing when it comes to like a touchless retail? So what are you guys working on? Where do you see the future going?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And um, it's it's rapidly changed. You know, COVID has rapidly changed. what we, There was plans. You know, there was things in the works and things were coming. Um, but COVID has, I think, accelerated a lot of those pieces when it comes to digital. Um, even back to, I talked about what your voice matters, and this was, um, 2017, April 2017. We were in Chicago for a meeting, um, and Tammy Irwin was there, and, and, you know, sh- she asked a question, uh, or there was a presentation about, you know, moving to digital, and, and I made the, the comment. I was just starting to operations, or was a couple of years in, so I, was, I knew what was going on, but I was like, you know, how am I going to explain to, um, my agent owners, hey, we want people to go online and not, not come directly to your store. And, you know, it was, she had the perfect response to it. It's like the world is changing. So you can tell them, do they want to be Netflix or do they want to be Blockbuster? Mm. And she used that example and, and it was, it was very appropriate because what we're going to and what the way the the business is changing, it's been coming, right? You think about Amazon, the way they changed retail. Well, there is no Amazon store except for the grocery stores and whole foods technically, uh, that you can buy from, um, that's, not necessarily where we're going because customers still want to feel, you know, just like car buying, they can buy from Carvana, but they want to go dri- test drive. They want to go check the things out. You know, they, they want to actually feel and interact with the devices. They want to speak to somebody. And I think that will stay the same as long as we provide the same level of cups of customer experience in stores, mm-hmm. uh, same high level. Um, but we're also giving our customers options and, you know, Ronan said it and Krista said it and Hans has said it. We want to meet customers where they want to be. And a lot of them, that is online. So we have to make that adjustment and things like ISPU, uh, it's great. That's a best best of both worlds kind of scenario where we have that opportunity to meet the customer digitally, but then they get to come see us and we can have that interaction, that warm interaction and make them realize that Verizon is still real people and we still do care about their experience in the store. So um, COVID, to get back to it, COVID has just really accelerated a lot of that when you think about... Uh Vicky um, is coming with an enhancement soon. Yeah, um, we've yeah. talked about some of it just a little bit, and it's my links and it allows for a more touchless uh experience. But Vicky is a learning tool. Uh it's it's new technology, it's gonna continue to learn. But with the my links, I can actually send a link to my customer to reset the password right there instead of having to call customer care and get them on a dirty phone, you know. It's it provides more options, mm-hmm. or we're gonna see more options provided, I should say, as we move forward. Um I foresee it as we continue to expand our digital presence. But we will always, always need those brick and mortar stores because that is our backbone. And again, that's where customers want to be because they want to they want to experience things. They want to have that human interaction.
1: Absolutely. I I completely agree with you on that because, you know, you think about your own buying experience like. I try, you know, myself, I still like to go to the store and see a phone. I still like to go test drive the car, but I'm going to do a ton of shopping online first before and then, you know, and trying to figure out and kind of investigating and whatnot. All my research is online before I actually go in. Now, I'm going to tell you, though, uh, the tools that are coming up, like you talked about, in-store pickup. Just being able to make sure it's ready to go, make sure that you know all. If I want to have still have an interaction with you, I have that option. But if I just want to mm-hmm. grab the bag and go, I mean, uh, our agents and, and, just, and just in just in general, our our uh, you know retail and everybody that's kind of jumping on board, you hit it on it where it's like, do you want to be the Netflix flicks or the box? good grief, Netflix or the Blockbuster uh, in that world, you know, are you adapting to new technology? Because it really will change the experience for the customer and also um, for our in-store reps. So you talked about Vicky just a little bit, and obviously that's an AI platform. That, That kind of stuff excites me because it's getting information quickly and I'm able to assist my customer quickly as well. Talk a little bit about that and where you can kind of see that going.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, when we look at Vicky, it is like you said, it is an AI, but it's also still programmed by humans. Um, So it requires data points either way. And uh, the more we interact with Vicky, the smarter it's going to get. But what I see Vicky doing in the future are some of the things that it can do currently in retail, Uh, inventory checks, stuff like that. Um, I don't know that we'll see it externally like that, but it could be something internally that our account managers perhaps have to maybe help customers out or help an agent out and steer them in the right direction. Uh, those are things that are, retail has that obviously because of uh, you know the security of their stuff it sticks to retail, but I foresee that as possibly one of the options that we could have in the future. It may not come, that may may not get security approval, but it is something to where it could be helpful. Um, promos, uh, inst- you know right now you can go and look in promos, but then also you can pull up the uh, the promo correction tool directly from Vicky. It gives oh. you a link directly for PCA if you search. Promo correction tool will give you a link for from it for Vicky. So, again, you don't have to go window to window. You can do everything in Omni. And that's one of the great things about it is it's – or the goal of it, I should say, is, is one-stop shop. It turns Omni into a one-stop shop. Omni for the account lookup, the order lookup, things like that. Uh, in the future, you're going to see, at least internally, um, you're going to see and, – and you if, if you saw some of my demonstrations on it, mm-hmm. you saw that a uh, customer's telephone number popped up. And you'll have specific actions you can do in the customer's account, like – pay bill or, you know, you pull up bill and it'll pull up that, if you're in an account, it'll pull up that customer's bill for you in the separate window. So as we continue to move along, it's become more personalized um, for our customers. And that makes it easier for us, especially when you guys are doing troubleshooting or even if you're just trying to give kudos to a rep who helped them out, you know, it'll allow you more, better access and quicker access to the information that you need. Um, I, it's not going to go anywhere from up. Right. So you guys actually didn't even see the pre-production, which I did, which was still pulling up uh, some retail results and other things that just didn't make any sense. And within we only got a week and a half before or a week before launch. So uh, within a week, they made so many changes. And as you guys provide feedback, the more feedback you provide, the faster they'll come. But as you provide feedback, those changes will continue to be made. So it's it's really an, an adaptive tool, but it's receptive as well. And that's one of the best things about it.
1: Yeah, when I saw this come up and you guys were obviously going through some of the training and stuff, I just saw all of my bookmarks going away. <laughs> Cuz it's basically you save, okay, I need this tool, I need this you know yeah. info manager link, I've got to have this OST, I've got to find. It's like everything was gone. I'm like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I could just type that in while I'm in Omni and be able to assist and like, okay, I can pull that that article, that information up and it's right there instead of having numerous links all over the place
0: yeah and if if you're like me and you've got ocd about your links and stuff <laughs> i don't like them going past the screen on google uh so i uh i kind of kind of them the basics i need and I keep extras actually in windows that I don't use.
1: (laughs) You're that extra, extra, extra links. That's, that's hilarious. Hey, uh, Matt, thanks so much again for, for joining us today. I want to kind of wrap up here real quick. Um, you know, what is, what is your kind of your advice for us who are in the field and assisting customers with, when it comes to technology and adapting, you know, to anything new that's coming out, you know, we talk about basically running into change or, or change energizes us. Um, what is, what is, is your kind of advice for for everybody in the field?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, first, I'll give some unsolicited advice on the haircut. Don't let your kids do your hair, because then <laughs> this happens. So that's it looks that's great, my first man. piece
1: of advice. It looks fantastic. Oh man. I just thought it may be lighting do, or something, or you know, <laughs> no, I don't do crazy
0: hair. This is just my kids, so uh, but um, you know, when it comes to new technologies and change. And yes, our motto used to be change energizes us. And it it really does. Uh, You think about what we've done with our business so far in the last five years. um, Just think about since we went from uh, regions to markets, all the changes that happened then and then markets to now we're in, you know, our new 2.0, 1.0 and 2.0, you know, it was so much so fast, but we adapted. And, you know, that's the best piece of it is roll with it. Don't fight the change. It's coming. You, you can't stop it. Don't fight it. So embrace it. Learn more about it. Reach out. Uh, you know, you have your great ops team and all my peers on the ops team are definitely here to help you out with any of the changes that come. We'll do our best to teach you about it. The training teams will teach you about it, but you know, be receptive. That's, that's the number one thing about technology. We haven't even gotten into what 5g is going to do. And I don't yeah. know. Yeah, 5g is going to change our business even more. As we start to roll out some of the things we're doing, we've talked about, Hans talked about, you know, the nationwide 5G on the lower bands. Yeah, it's not going to be as fast, but it's going to be faster than 4G. So, you know, we're going to be able to do more and more things. And that that includes you guys out in the field. They're going to have more and more access to more technology. Um, When you think about things that 5G can do, it's, you know, they've talked about robotic medicine and other stuff. Well, that's just not it. It's instant connection. So what can you do in instant connection? Well, maybe I can pull, again, Vicky, inventory, instant reports, you know, whatever it may be. I can pull instantly on things and I think you're going to see that a lot in the future is the speed of technology change is going to increase, but our ability to utilize it and our ability to adapt to it has to increase also. And that comes with, like I said, just being receptive. Don't don't say, I don't like change, it's not happening. I tried that before. It doesn't work. Uh, in this company, we know it's going to change and generally it ends up being for the better. Uh, sometimes we, you know, we, we question it, but you know, changes come in. So as long as you're receptive to it and open to making the necessary changes and adapting, I think we're going to be just fine, especially this team. Um, I'm not worried about this indirect team. They do a great job and especially in y'all's, uh, y'all's, uh, territory of our large South area.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, can't echo that enough about the team. I've seen some amazing things happen, and people jumping on board and and really just embracing technology yep. and change as is coming. So, um, it is one of those things. That, hey, so I, I want to finish up with something fun here, real quick. So during this right. quarantine state, what has been one of your favorite TV shows or movies to binge watch?
0: Ooh, that is good. <laughs> um, you know, I my dad kept on telling me about a show called Expanse, The Expanse. Uh, I'd never really seen it. Um, it was on sci-fi channel and now it's on Amazon prime. Uh, but once I moved over to Amazon prime, I did went ahead and watched it and it was pretty good. Uh, the last season wasn't as good as the others, but it was pretty good as far as just being realistic about what space travel would actually be like in a hundred years, 200 years. And it, it's because it's realistic. You don't see warp fields. You don't see all this other stuff you see in some of the crazy Star Wars, star Trek and all that other stuff, you see things that, what actually happened with the technology that we have and that we see coming in the future. Um, But some of the, it's not just the space travel, some of the personal communications technology that they have and some of the ways they find information and have it just like that on a global network, you know, we're going to see that stuff, maybe not in our lifetime, but in our kids' lifetime, a lot of that stuff is going to come into fruition. So um, I'm kind of a futurist. So that kind of, you know, hit me really hard, but you know, I started one this weekend called um, Upload. Uh, it's on amazon prime it's got um, yeah yeah it's uh that is a interesting one it's all about your consciousness instead of being a quote-unquote heaven or hell uh, or an afterlife your consciousness is uploaded into a cloud yeah it's held there on servers and this (laughs) great picturesque place that your family pays for and as long as I keep paying, you get to stay, <laughs> but, uh, some of the, some of the things of getting used to that. And, uh, it's, it's an interesting series. I'm only about four episodes in, but it's, it's holding my interest. So yeah, we'll see yeah. how it goes.
1: That's awesome. Well, of course you would have some technology based TV show, man. That, Sorry, yeah, that yeah I is, <laughs> No, That's awesome. It fits. Well, Hey, thanks again, Matt. If anybody has any questions or, you know, wants to reach out to you, how can they get in touch with you?
0: Absolutely. So, uh, of course, if you need me, uh, you've got my cell phone is out there. 817-948-6864. Um, you know, that's reach me at work. Uh, I'm generally answered as much as I can, unless I've got, you know, kids trying to cut off my hair or other family issues going on. Uh, but you can also reach me at Matthew.terrell at Verizon wireless.com. It is Matt. So don't call me Matthew. And it's not Terrell. It's Terrell because it's a last name. That's (coughs) excuse me. That's how you pronounce it because it's a last name. Um, (laughs) I don't give people too much of a hard time on it, but I'll just throw it out there. Maybe correct a little uh, mispronunciations right now.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking back to the beginning of this that I, I'm trying to think if I mispronounced it. Because... No, you're good. You're, oh, okay. Okay.
0: You're good. I'm sure if you did in the past, I corrected you many years <laughs> ago.
1: <so. laughs> totally fine. Hey, thank you so much, Matt. Again, we appreciate it. And make sure that you guys, if you do have any questions, reach out to Matt. I know he, him and the ops team, they've been done a great job. Uh, but uh, thanks again. And we'll, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Make sure to add this podcast into your favorite podcast player. Uh, if you need instructions on that, don't hesitate to reach out to me at brian.fitton at vzw.com. I'd love to connect with you guys and answer any questions you might have. Make sure you go check out our Instagram account at cart10. And as always, we'll see you next month.